Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Grimnan. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. And before we get into a very special listeners episode tonight, I'm sure you guys are pretty excited to see what we picked. A word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. Nice. It's also so weird being this close to the window. I know. I kind of like it, though. And to the wall. I'm sorry. Um, I dropped down my balls. <laughs> All these bitches crawl. Okay, I'm sorry. Resist. Um, yeah, we got like a new setup here in the spare bedroom slash DFWTO studio. Um, but uh, we are officially ten days away from the workshop market uh, here in Cincy. If you happen to be in the area uh, in ten days, literally on Saturday, um, next Saturday coming up, uh, please come visit. I will have the. Uh, uh, Body creams and bath bombs available. Um, tomorrow, the inventory that I have left of the uh, beard balm or beard oil will be 50% off. I'm trying to get the rest of that inventory sold out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. Otherwise, we've got the four pack available. Everything is on Etsy with free shipping. Check out the workshop market, um, the Calm Your Body Down booth if you happen to be there. Otherwise, I'll be there Etsy. too. I can't wait. I'm so excited for friend. I'm awesome. so excited for friend. So please come if you guys can. Otherwise, everything's on Etsy, free shipping, Calm Your Body Down, and on Instagram. If you want to see Casper do cartwheels in front of Becky's booth, then be there or be square. I'm just kidding. I can't fucking do cartwheels at all. I would literally kill myself anyway. Calm your body down. <laughs> I have not done a cartwheel in so long. I would be terrified to see what would happen. And then if something bad did happen, <clears throat> I don't want to face my husband going, what in the old fuckery, what in the old knees did you think you were doing? What in the arthritis... <laughs> What in the inflammation did you think you were doing at almost 40 trying to do a goddamn cartwheel? You got scoliosis, bitch. Like, what are you doing? Why? Like, it is why. There's literally no reason. I have never been able to do a cartwheel. I just look like a dying cat. <laughs> oh, no. Or I do that thing where it looks like I'm trying to do a cartwheel, but in all reality, I'm like bent over and I'm like... <laughs> There are no legs in the air. It's just, I'm just... So you do a Creed cartwheel? If anybody remembers that episode of The Office. Yeah. Remember the New Year's episode where everybody wanted to do something, like their New Year's resolution and Creed wanted to do a cartwheel? Yes, kind of like that. He was really proud of himself, too. So Because really I... shouldn't feel bad. I think a Creed cartwheel is a, is a thing. So... Well, then that's what I've been doing my And The Office life. zeitgeist, the Creed cartwheel, is a thing. Get and I think you're a thing. My dad watched that episode. <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm anyway, sorry. We had so... to have an office parks and rec break for a minute because the world's on fire. And sometimes we need an office need... parks and rec break. <laughs> you, you do. It's just. You really. You really, really do. Really, really do. Thank you so much legitimately to the people that created both of those shows because they are everything. Yes, thank you. And they have been like the only thing comforting me right now. Honestly, as much as Stranger Things hasn't been a comfort, 
It's been a comfort. I am so sorry, guys. Too. I have not started Stranger Things yet. I had a very rough weekend. Um, I'm behind. When I was going to start Stranger Things and didn't even get a chance to start it. Uh, finished Obi-Wan Kenobi and sobbed. Still need to start um, that. So after my reaction to that, I thought, you know what? I'm going to give Stranger Things a minute because... Do. <laughs> it's very traumatic. Obi-Wan Kenobi made me... I'm sorry, I know one through three got a lot of flack, but anybody out there like me that loved one through three, especially three. I love three. Um, you are going three's to, actually in my if top. If you loved three, I promise you, you will love Obi-Wan Kenobi, especially the last two episodes. The last two episodes, no ma'am. I, I was, can't wait. I was to a mess. See it. They were incredible, but I was also a hot, a hot a hot fucking mess. Like, I'm actually five I episodes was. behind on Stranger Things. And I just love you and McGregor. Can we just say I love just, him too. Can I just give a can I just give a shout out to you and McGregor? Love him. I love him. I just love him. him for so long. <laughs> like, I just love him so much. I um but yeah I'm gonna take a minute on Stranger Things. I did get as far there's like maybe one spoiler I know but like I've been staying as far I got away a death from spoil. everything. I think I might have. I got a death spoil, but it was actually one that I figured was going to happen. Me too, so and I haven't even started it yet. So you know, and I'm, I'm not mad about same. it. Same. So I think I think ours is the same, and I'm like really not that mad about it. But that's okay. I also caught an Easter egg that somebody. Well, I haven't watched it yet, but somebody posted an Easter egg, and it made me really happy. Because to be honest, like as far as any other deaths are concerned, I have dodged all of them besides the one that I figured. So I'm like, I'm not even mad about that. I'm very glad to have. I think I almost spoiled another one, but I got out of it before I was. I'm able just to really see. glad I haven't. I've been able to stay away from as many spoilers, considering I haven't started any of it. So. People seem to have been very respectful about Thank this. You. It seems so. Also, whoever the fuck. Made that stupid. Chrissy, wake up! I don't like this. Chrissy, wake up! Whoever the fuck did that, I hate you and I love you and I hate you and I love you. And that's all I'm gonna say. I don't like been, this, Chrissy. That has been stuck in my head the last three days. I am making my coffee in the morning. Chrissy, wake up! I don't like Do you know this. how I make my coffee? Like, what the in the minute, I'm gonna need a cinnamon roll. <laughs> that's how or, I make my coffee. Or you know what I was doing the other morning? Because this is another one that's been fucking. We're all gonna be safe, and we're all gonna have great time. What the Jesus Christ was that? <laughs> oh my God, fucking! Oh my God! Ooh, we are in the era of <laughs> road work ahead. <laughs> I sure hope it does. This is, this is what it's come to. Listen, TikTok really you're just randomly you're just randomly singing TikToks to yourself minute, at six thirty in the morning while you're making your coffee. Cinnamon, minimal man to pump me up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So, guys, oh, I'm sure you're all itching to know what we chose. We got some great We got great suggestions feedbacks. by the way. Thank you so much for everybody that sent them in. Um yeah, we really did get some really good ones. Even 
one in particular that we're going to kind of set off to the side because uh, that one was very intriguing. And I was like, I would like to explore that one day. But um, I'm pretty happy with what we settle on tonight. It was pretty easy to come up with. And I can, we both have said, I think, a million times we cannot believe we've never talked about this before. <laughs> and I would like to give a shout out who to the person who suggested it, which was Mindy. Who has Aww, been a you, fan of this show since it started. She's an absolute sweetheart. I love you, Mindy. We both love you so much. And this was a really good suggestion because you probably were even thinking, why haven't they talked about this? <laughs> because like we said, like Becky just said, we were shocked we hadn't talked about it. So thank you, Mindy, so much for the suggestion. Thank you to everyone else who had suggestions. All of you guys had great and to be honest with you, a lot of the suggestions will probably be stuff we talk about in the future. Oh, yeah. They were sure. really good. They were great. So we chose that we were going to choose our top five horror comedies and talk about what we love about them. And then me and Becky both cho chose our top five and we have honorable mentions. I would also like to say we have not collaborated on this list at all. No. I have no idea what's on her list. She has no idea. Well, she probably does, actually. Maybe a she, little bit. But she kind of has an idea of what's on mine, but still. I think we're pretty much going to be on the same page. She now knows one of my one of my honorable mentions only because I had completely forgotten about this movie, and now I'm like, oh, I'm watching this again. Um, so she knows about that, but I think we'll pretty much be in agreement with each other's, unless, unless it's ones we've never seen yet, which is probably going to be me. Because I'm behind. There is one on my <laughs> list I know you haven't seen. Because I'm a thousand years behind. So, but that's okay. But to it. you're going to be like, oh my God, I need to see it. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. So, um, we are going to start with number five. And I will let Becky, I will let Becky go first. Oh, cool. What is your number five? My number five is, uh, it was released under two different names, I guess, depending geographically. Uh, but... Dead Alive or Brain Dead um, by Peter Jackson. I love this movie so much. And I feel like it's definitely, it's a hidden gem. It's a cult classic. Um, it's one of those where I had to find, I found the DVD at Thank You Horror Hound and the amazing booth that I always forget, but has the like really obscure, wonderful, amazing That's where DVDs. I got mine this year. And that's year. where I got mine. And mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm so happy to have it and actually own a copy because I hadn't seen the movie in years and it's very hard to find. Um, but it's amazing and I love it. And I love Peter. J I mean, listen, who doesn't love Peter Jackson? Um, so it just, it's got, I mean, that, <laughs> that lawnmower scene, I don't think there's anybody that's come close. I don't think, and I don't even think you could. Otherwise, you would look like you were copying it. Oh, yeah. But to kill a bunch of undead or zombies or whatever the fuck you want to call them with a lawnmower. I mean, come on. <laughs> laughing the whole time, the blood and shit flying everywhere. That movie is incredible. Um, I do have to agree. I do really like that movie. It's came not out on my 90, list, but I love it. Came out, um, looks like it came out in 92. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. And it's still, and it's so funny that someone like Peter Jackson made that jump too, because I think a lot of people, I think there's a whole generation that has no idea that he, that, that like 
Peter Jackson was doing um, like really obscure. I think Meet the Feebles was another one that was his, and that's not a horror. That's a really, Peter Jackson did those uh, really, really dirty uh, puppet movie. Uh, <laughs> he did that lightning. Oh, what was what were those movies called? They were a series. I thought that Peter Jackson did, and I could be pulling this out of my ass right now. Um, I'm going to kick my ass when I see what it is. Not The Hobbit. It's the other one. Help. <laughs> oh, he did lovely. Lord things. of the Rings. Not Lord of oh, the Rings. Oh, not Lord of the Rings. No. Okay. Um, maybe it wasn't even him. Maybe, I, like I said, maybe I'm just pulling that out of my ass. I forgot he did Lovely Bones, though. Lovely Bones is so sad. Ugh, that... I watched that movie one time, and I will never watch that movie ever again. That movie left me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like when movies make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't and think it was him, so I'm just gonna... Movie made me uncomfortable. Never mind, guys. <laughs> but, I mean, it's really interesting that he went through this phase of, like, these splatter i mean oh my god i totally forgot about bad taste like and then went on to do brain dead and uh or dead alive like i mentioned and then not long after that got into these really interesting like heavenly creatures is a beautiful movie if no one has seen heavenly it creatures is absolutely oh, amazing my god it's gorgeous that's like the only way i can describe it is it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's just gorgeous um and uh yeah it's just it's just so funny if you go and watch if you watched dead alive and had no idea that it was that peter jackson that was behind it you wouldn't have a clue and it's amazing so if you've never seen it i highly highly recommend it highly 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 so what is your top five my number five is final girls and i know this is the Aww. one that you haven't seen yeah um Final Girls is that actually movie. came up on the Google search of horror comedies. That is like the one that I was like, oh, okay, well, this actually is. <laughs> um, Final Girls is absolutely incredible. It is the best mixture of violence and comedy. It really makes fun of Friday the 13th, which is great. Um, the cast is fucking superb. Taysa Farmiga being in it and being the final girl basically is amazing. I love that. Uh, basically they live in the movie and it, it's so funny and it's so good. Um, anytime anyone ever asks me a hidden gem or an underrated horror film, it is always, my answer is always this one. I, I really don't, it doesn't get talked about. It really doesn't get talked about that much. And I don't know if people just haven't seen it, but it is so fucking good. It is I literally have nothing wrong, like bad to say about it. Like it's really fucking hilarious. It's genuinely funny because you have the people in the movie, you have the people who weren't in the movie who are in the movie now, and they entered the movie and like, it just makes fun of Friday the Thirteenth better than anything ever has. And it's just the right amount of violence too, which is I perfect. just don't know if some movies don't, if they don't catch on commercially, if some people just don't, you know what I mean. I personally saw it because when I went through my taste of Farmiga But I phase, love hidden gems, though. Oh, yeah. I that was them. a hidden gem. I love them. I always feel like it's a secret that, like, not everybody is supposed to know about. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I love about hidden gems. That's what I always feel like uh, with movies or with anything. 
Like I, I have just little little things. Finding finding trails to hike that nobody knows about. You know, like don't tell anybody. Um, also, me and my husband fish, so if you don't tell anybody a good fishing spot ever. No. That's or like a actually rule of a good hiking spot. With hunters, hikers, and fishermen. You do not fisher people, whatever. You don't give up <laughs> fisher people. Because I am a fisher woman. Um, you don't give up your spots. You don't. Fisher that. You don't give up your secret spots ever. You never give up your secret spots. You're right. Also on a hiking spot, you don't fucking no. give that shit up either. Otherwise it turns into that everyone is there. Yeah, literally everybody and their mom. I think the top two movies that I can say that were hidden gems that I found that I feel like I found before everyone else found it and went ape shit was the autopsy of Jane Doe. Yes. And Hell House. Yes. All of a sudden everyone And Grave Encounters. Yes. As I feel like as soon as I found Grave Encounters, like, everybody is like, oh my god, have you seen... Yes. I was on this train yes, a long fucking time But I ago. love those. I don't care. I love both Right. No, same. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like, now those movies seem to be, like, very much cult classics. And I'm like, I've been in love with those movies for a oh, long Oh, Hell House, time. big time. And I love Hell House. Well, hell, yeah. I can't... That is still one of those movies to this day. I cannot watch Home Alone <laughs> and i've seen it so many it's times so good. i've seen it so many times i know what's gonna happen i know the whole thing but i it can guys it can be broad daylight middle of the day and i cannot watch bright sunny day out and i cannot watch that movie at home by myself it freaked me I out scare my, i scare and i i think that's the thing i appreciated the most is mm -hmm. it's been a long there have been very it's few been. movies that actually have really scared and i mean like like I'm scared. Like I'm freaking out. <laughs> like, like I'm genuinely like Danielle came Chrissy, home. wake up. I don't like this. Danielle came home when I was watching Hell House for the first time and I was like in the fetal position on the couch. <laughs> and she's like, What are you watching? And I was like, It's this movie I've never seen called Hell House, and it's freaking me the fuck out. And I love that. <laughs> I, it was getting a really fucked up part when my my husband, I knew he was going to be on his way home, and I was like, are you coming home soon? Because I had to pause this movie because I can't. You're like, I want to finish it, but I can't go to lunch. I'm like, are I want to finish it, but I can't. Like, I can't. <laughs> Thanks. watch this anymore. Yeah, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Now, ev now everybody. Which I'm glad about, though. Hell House is one of those movies that deserve to be I actually messaged somebody I didn't even know that I follow on Instagram because she was, she uh, had posted, she's like, oh, it's movie night. I'm going to watch Hell House and then Hell House 2. And I messaged her, please don't watch Hell House 3. Like, I don't even know her. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, messaged me back. And then, like, after she watched 2 later, she put in her stories. So I got a lot of messages telling me do not watch Hell House 3. So I didn't. Um, so thank you for that. But the first two I really enjoy. Yeah, I still haven't watched three and I won't. Bullshit. There's just bullshit that like I'm so angry that you even had to keep going. You should have just stopped. <laughs> like boom. So what is your number four? My number four is Ready or Not. Nice. I love that movie so much. Um Donnie. Okay, listen. First of all, 
first of all, I'm not gonna, I am not gonna lie that it did not make my heart sing. I was like, that a character from Orphan Black is that Donnie? Was in, was in this movie and basically was kind of playing Donnie in a way. Like, I saw he was a, a sinister Donnie. I saw a lot of a sinister Donnie in that mm -hmm. character. So that was kind of interesting. Um, Ready or Not is just a fucking really good movie. Ready or Not is a masterpiece. And if you think anything different, you're stupid. I don't I'm even sorry, know. But... I, I mean, like, literally from the start of the movie, um, Adam Brody is it. <laughs> Through the trees. <laughs> Adam Brody is it. Just for that, please. The cast is absolutely superb. It's the cast is incredible. The storyline is amazing. Start, middle, finish. Nah. Her scream. Light oh the my cigarette. God, her scream. Light the cigarette. The fact the that they literally just incredible. blew the fuck up at the end. It was just. And she just stood there like. Oh my God. And then they were like, You okay? And she said, In laws. And, and I think it's a masterpiece. I think I love the fact that they were married because I was like, their entire estate goes to her now. Oh, all of it goes to her because and, they were married. You know, I didn't even realize that at the end of the movie. That didn't even dawn on me until you said that. Now, and I was like, that's why she was out there smoking that cigarette because she knew she had an inheritance. And I think that's why the guy. Like the, the like she about to get some screwed the grandfather or whatever <laughs> he like nodded to her and then he disappeared as a ghost because he knew she got the inheritance or was that the devil was that the devil it wasn't the was devil it was that oh that was the the one that yeah okay okay <laughs> I loved that movie yeah, ready or not so is so it's yeah. one of those movies where um, I literally can watch it if over you and don't over. like that movie that's literally one of those like if you don't like that movie fuck yourself. You're wrong. Like, I don't know how you're going to fuck yourself, but, you like... You are wrong. Find a way to fuck yourself, and then go do that. Because you're wrong. Because that movie is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. It's on my list, too, but have, we haven't made it there yet. I mean, I love... I just... Yeah. I need to watch it again. <laughs> I do. Honestly, I really if it, it wasn't for Midsummer being in 2019, Ready or Not would have definitely won Best Movie of 2019. Oh, for sure. But easily. But uh, Midsummer caught me at a point in my life that I needed. I think we both. Yeah. It was like the second therapy. And Midsummer then... <laughs> was not a comedy. No, definitely not. But it was needed. Go back and listen to that episode. But definitely right, not. Right no. um, Not yes. at all. <laughs> so my number four is Happy Death Day. The first one. Happy Death Day was an absolute surprise to oh, me. Oh, that should be one of my special mentions because I really, really do fucking love the that fucking movie. the part that got me the most. I swear to God, is the the montage where it's just constant <laughs> every day, and that guy. You're up, gay. That, voice. That's it. That fucking part. You are gay. You are gay. And then she walks away. <laughs> that fucking. Because he's like, you didn't talk. Dying. Dying. <laughs> oh my god when she was naked oh my god just didn't give a fuck oh it, my that god that movie, movie so it was such a nice little gem because i was like i don't i went into it not expecting anything nope, nothing i thought i had the killer figured out and then they really threw with me for a loop and i didn't realize oh yeah had not a fucking clue well there were technically two killers so that was a nice little ode to scream 
But like, it is so, it was so funny. Props to that mask being creepy as fuck though. <laughs> Anything about a the, giant weird looking baby, I don't know. That freaked me the fuck out. But I also love the girl who played um, the main character. What was her name? Jess, Je uh... Jesse? I'm sorry. No. Jesse? <laughs> Absolutely not. You got eczema? <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? Hold please. True, no, uh, tree, tree. Something was like that. Was that legit? It was tree. Tree. It was tree. Through the. No. So. Like circling. So, um, no, Happy Death Day is amazing. I hated the sequel. Um, I hated the sequels. But the first one was really, really, really good. And I really thought it was good. such a great original concept ish. Because I know it, obviously, Groundhog Day. But the fact that they made it into like a horror movie and made it a comedy, it was just perfect the way it was done. That was really funny too i mean like legitimately funny and then making us think that the killer was you know that she figured it out and then she woke up again the next day and it really threw me for a loop that her um sister that she had lived with not her actual sister but you know the the sister sorority thank sister. you sorority sister i was like sisterhood no sister no <laughs> the sorority traveling sister. pants no <laughs> Blake Lively, no. Um, that her sorority sister was actually the killer. I loved that. I loved that they made you think it was over and then it wasn't. And I thought that was really cool how they did that. Because she was literally going to die two different ways that day. So it was very well put together, very funny. And it just, I loved it. I actually oh, want to revisit that movie. Extremely well done. I want to revisit that movie That's now. A, yeah. That's you are gay. That part is amazing. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, it came. I had. It's because you have no idea that that was. Coming. And she's so annoyed because she keeps I mean, going through the same thing over and over. It, so she's so irritated, and she's, and he's just like standing here because he's like, "What? You are gay." I need I need that as a vinyl, <laughs> unlike my car. Yes. You are gay. Same. I love it. And so now, number three. Number three uh, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. That movie is now like a comfort movie for me. Is it because Sigourney Weaver's in the end? <laughs> um, also, every time my husband and I go camping to a cabin in the woods, if there is a DVD player, I will always bring it. We have to watch it well, yeah. every time. You have to. We have to. We are in a cabin you, in the woods. You have to. You have to watch the cabin in the woods in a cabin in the woods. I don't care. Like, you have to do it. Um, the concept of that movie was just incredible. Like, I, I don't... And I, that's another movie that I, that I know for sure got hate. And I just... Don't for the life. I mean, I hated it the God. first time I saw it. Did you really? I hated it. I I was like, that was loved... the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And then I, I watched it again. Okay. Yeah. I watched it again and I was like, I take it back. I because got it immediately. I, it was like hereditary. It was one of those things where I went in with an expectation and it completely wasn't that. So I got mad. That's why I was like, no, I need to give this movie another shot. And I did, and I actually loved it because I believe the concept of it being a show 
And then it, it Sigourney Weaver showing up at the end, which was fucking great. Like, this, but it was the it was all of civilization is a TV show mm-hmm. to appease the elder gods, which also flipped it and it that that was a big love. You know, if you didn't get the Lovecraft reference, I mean, mm-hmm. like that had Lovecraft all over it at the end, like. All of it did. Oh, my God. And then when they got to the creatures, the homages to so... Oh, my God. That one guy that was straight up out of Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Um, the reverse merman. Amazing. I know. It was the- um, <laughs> like, the creature... The, listen. The creature effects alone are like, oh, my fucking God. I mean, they were insane. But it was just like... Baby Chris Hemsworth, too, like, before he was ever Thor. Like, before he was anything. <laughs> like, you're Little like... baby Chris. Like, you're like, oh, who's this guy? Um, also, I just found an old interview of Woody Harrelson and Liam Hemsworth for Hunger Games. And Woody Harrelson, in the middle of the interview, realized that Chris and Liam were brothers. He had no idea. That's hilarious. He's like, y'all are brothers? Really? Oh, yeah, they got the same last name. Now I see it. Y'all kind of look alike. I fucking, listen, can we protect Woody him? Harrelson is hilarious. Must protect him at all costs. We I really need, we we must love him. Um, But I mean, yeah, you thinking that you're going into this movie with it being, okay, typical, like you got this stereotypical character, this stereotypical character, this stereotypical character, and they're staying at this cab. And, okay, we've seen this before. We've seen this before. And then it takes this turn. And of course, the stoner is the hero. <laughs> like props to that character <laughs> like i fucking love oh, it he's the one like being stoned he's not affected like when they start pumping stuff through the ventilation because he's high it doesn't affect him like everybody else and i'm like yes and <laughs> figures that would be <laughs> i mean it just like yeah and then you start getting into you know the creatures and and then like the premise behind it that this this wasn't some just like weird uh weird weird like voyeuristic uh reality show that this was like these sacrifices have to be made periodically to appease the gods or that's the end of civilization and i'm like holy shit it just took a whole like lovecraft turn like i i think to some people i think it went over some people's heads i think some people thought that there was maybe too much going on but um for me it was everything i mean it had everything in a horror movie that I love. There were even parts I jumped a little bit. I mean, the characters were great. The storyline was great. The creature effects were... The creature effects were in fucking Honestly, insane. Honestly, a lot of the creatures of that movie in were Insane. Wow. Just the whole concept, start to finish, that that movie is great. It's love. It's... I... I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it and it's still one of the it's it's officially now become uh it's a comfort movie for me now it's one i always revisit and just tend i i can watch over and over and over and over again don't get sick of it and i will always eat my words (laughs) because it is actually a really good movie and i really like it now (laughs) but i did not at first i think that happens to a lot of people especially if you go into something expecting Mm -hmm. yeah 
That can happen. That's why I try not to have expectations anymore. Because I'm like, I've noticed when I have expectations. Same. And it doesn't meet them. I hate the movie. Same. And I'm like, I can't be like that, though. I need to have. Because you, if maybe you're like me, you feel like you didn't even give the movie a chance. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to watch it again. I have to give it another chance. Um, My number three is The Babysitter. Which I realize, <laughs> you know, Margot Robbie is kind of a lot in my list. But... Um, not Margot Robbie. She looks Samara Weaving. Damn it. Uh, but anyway, the babysitter's fucking great. I I really loved the sequel. The sequel was really good too. Not as good as the first one. I have not seen the sequel, but the first one is hilarious. Um, the first one is absolute gold. Um, and I got really turned on by the scene where Samara Weaving and Bella Thorne can make out, but I hate Bella Thorne. I mean, yeah, and same. (laughs) But um, no, really, that movie's fucking hilarious. If you guys haven't seen it, I every with everything in me, please watch it. It is basically them trying to sacrifice a child to Satan, and it's so fucking fucking funny. I thought that was really Samara Weaving's breakout was that movie when when Netflix released that excuse me that movie, she started getting noticed, and then she was everywhere. Uh, fucking everywhere and um i just thought it was i i thought it was very well done the fact that you know this kid loves his babysitter has got a crush on his babysitter like most of us did and um then you come to find out she's part of a cult and they're <laughs> using him to, you know they worship satan and they're like, using him as a sacrifice a virgin sacrifice and he's like very offended like virgin <laughs> And you're like, yes, child. And then all of this shit happens, and then at the very end, she, she quote-unquote dies, but you never actually see her die, and then, you know, there is a sequel, so clearly she doesn't. Right. But it, it's great. I thought The Babysitter was very well done, um, and I'm all of these movies that I'm talking about, I, I would like to revisit. Not to mention the soundtrack. The Babysitter, I do need to go back and watch again, because that movie was fucking hilarious. What? I don't want to be that person and go, who was the black guy? Uh, the Viner. He was a Viner. He was, oh my God, he was so fucking funny in that movie. He was. Everybody was actually, I hate Bella Thorne, but she was funny in that movie too. Wasn't she the one who. Yeah, King Bach. Yeah. Wasn't she the Somebody, one who yeah. was talking about how her tit was deflated? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, my tit. But yeah, King Bach had that. He, yeah, the guy mm-hmm. from, the guy was more. Big on Vine. I just remember his Vine specifically where he's got spaghetti coming out of his pocket. He's like, yeah, <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Babysitter's number three for me. I do love that movie. Oh, God, that movie is fucking hilarious. And again, one of those movies I need to revisit. I need to go back and watch it again. All right, so my number two. This almost got number one. Because this is one, and I, it's, I just, I still feel like it's underrated. I still feel like there's people out there that haven't seen it, that maybe don't even like it. It, it, I don't even care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I fucking love this movie. Slither. Slither is I my do number like two. Slither. Slither. <laughs> Listen. It doesn't get talked about enough. It doesn't. And it's like. It really doesn't. It's one of those. It's such. First, it's a James Gunn film. And it's an amazing James Gunn film. It is so 
well-written and well-done and, and pays a beautiful homage to some of the best creature features of the 80s. Um, I know, and I know there was a lot of controversy when it came out, which I really think took over of people saying it just, people were saying it was just a direct ripoff of several different movies. I know Cronenberg, there was a bunch of, and I don't, it, it definitely wasn't. You can't say it was a direct ripoff. When no. something's a direct ripoff, you know. I mean, like, they rip off the characters, the storyline, the whole bit. I see with the slugs, yes, that's been in several different things, but the storyline itself was his and his alone. And the character developed, Michael Rupert Lippmann. Him in that movie, I had, the only other time I had seen him even funnier than that was when he was in fucking uh, Mallrats. Oh was when God. he was the fucking Mr. Sweeney. I always would forget you like him. a chocolate covered pretzel. I, I always forget he's in that. I don't know why he was fucking. I I feel like he was so. That was like one of the first times we saw Elizabeth Banks too, and Elizabeth Banks is fucking hysterically funny. She really she's is. Real. She's gorgeous and she's really funny. She is and. Nathan Fillion also totally, listen, found out by going on a deep dive about this, first and foremost, totally forgot Jenna Fisher was in this movie. Because I caught a clip of it when I was looking it up and I was like, Pam? And <laughs> she's the receptionist uh -huh. at the sheriff's office. Of course she is. So it she fucked me up. How much you want to bet she was a receptionist in her life? Because I feel like. She was. <laughs> She was. Oh, she was? She was. Because okay. I, I listen to Office Ladies, the ones that her and Angela. The I just kind of figured she was. She be. really was. And so um, that took me down a deep dive that Casper didn't know. And I also didn't know, had no fucking clue that Jenna Fisher and James Gunn were married. <laughs> like that that was a thing at one yeah, time. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess kind of makes sense. She's in his movie then, I guess. Like, because that totally threw me off. Um... But that movie, oh my, there's just like not enough I can say about it. It's fucking hilarious. I need to revisit that. It's, it's been a so long funny. time. Michael Rooker's character is this douchebag guy and his wife's just like, I'm done. <laughs> and then he's attacked by this. But it's so funny how like even when this alien thing is inside of him and he starts <clears throat> acting all fucked up because the alien has taken him over. And then he like, oh my God. Even though this is the most disgusting part, when he impregnates, quote unquote, impregnates that woman with all of those aliens, and they open up this barn, and she is this ginormous, grotesque, huge blob of a I don't even know what, and then she explodes and all these things, and then at the very end when. All of them are morphed together with Michael Rooker, and they're like this large, the thing slash, I don't even know what. It's and like if that thing from Colorado Space, the and, llamas, and, and the, the thing, thing like merged morphed, together yeah. with Michael Rooker, and that's right. what you got. And the only thing that kept him from, he, he's still like somewhere deep down in this alien thing was still Grant. That's the guy's <laughs> character. And he's still in love. He just wanted Starla. That was Elizabeth Banks' character. He still loved her. He just loved her so much. And just even being this disgusting thing, just wanted her to he really love just, he him just, so bad. 
That's all he fucking wanted. It was kind wanted. of a love story, guys. I mean, really, it's kind of a Would you like to say it was a good romantic comedy? <laughs> I feel like it's, it's a kind of a romantic. You know what? It's a romantic comedy. It's a romantic comedy. It really is. Right up there with while you were At sleeping. the end of the day, it's really... It is! Oh, my God. Sleepless in Seattle. Um, <laughs> watch those back-to-back. You know, watch while you were sleeping, Slither. They're so... It's just like when Netflix goes, you liked Dora the Explorer, so you might like Grave Encounters. Like, it's it's perfect. Why did they do that? <clears throat> Why did they do that? I choked. I don't know. <laughs> That's, yeah, that reaction right there. Because you are so right. You're like, I, no, what? <laughs> no, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Like, I really don't. How is that in my algorithm after what I just watched? I literally just watched people <laughs> get their esophagus ripped out. But yes, let's watch the backpack, backpack. I love it. Back, like, what? Netflix, are you? No, I'm fucking with it. So, oh, I also did not realize that was James Gunn's directorial debut. So okay. That was the first movie he ever I'm about to go directed. off on a super not my number two right now but uh patrick wilson's directorial debut is coming out with insidious five and i don't know if everyone else is as excited as i am but i'm fucking stoked because he's also in it he's in it and it's a direct sequel from did um i'm secretly in love with him what was the name of his kid i'm sorry i just said that out loud what Dalton? Dalton. It's a, he, Dalton is now in college, and there's shit going down again. Listen, and that little fucker popped up and got all cute. I was like, "What the hell? The hell?" That, as me and Alex like to say, "What in the cornbread hell?" Listen, when you have to Google how old they are so you don't feel like a disgusting pig, I don't like that. Um, me with... I'm talking about you, Noah. I'm talking about you. You know who I'm thinking about. What was her name? Sophia Lillis. Sophia Lillis. Lillis? Is it Lillis? Lillis. 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 Yeah. Fucking woman, girlfriend. Listen, I saw her in It. I did the same thing and I was like... <laughs> I was like, wait, how old is she? Especially after she cut her hair. When she had that cute little hair. I was like... <laughs> How old enough to be my child? I was like, she's two months off of eight. <laughs> two months off of 18. Okay. I'm going to go die now. This is fine. Everything's fine. Her and Noah Schnapp can snap the fuck out of here. Honestly. Piss me off. Wait a minute. Hold, please. There's an, there's an age of someone else I need to look up right at this He's moment. He's just turning 17, too. It's I'm disgusted. Or no, he'll be 18 this year. I'm sorry. Still disgusting. Okay, Sadie Sink is 20 years old. Still I feel actually a lot better about that. I know. Because after season four of Stranger Things, I'm not going to lie, there's a little bit of a crush developing there. So we're. I'm just glad she's 20. I feel better about that. Maya Hawk, I know, is like 26. So we're good there. We're okay in that department. <laughs> but anyway. No, I'm not. So <laughs> I'm really excited about Patrick Wilson uh, having a directorial debut. debut um debut and it's going to be insidious five and it's going to be i i have good expectations from it because i love him he's gonna be amazing so anyway my number two sorry to go off on that oh he's 20 thank you god who's 20 look at that are you i'm i'm i want to throw up that's dalton that's dalton 
I mean, I can see it now. Ty Simpkins. I can see it now. He's that looks 20. just like He's him. He's 20. Thank Jesus Lord. <laughs> I mean, still, I'm disgusted, but he's legal. Uh, and he's a little over legal. <sighs> he's not 18. He's 20. My God. Yeah, look at Duck at Oh my God, he's a dog. He's cute. I mean, what I is mean, happening? He's, he's, I'll give it to and him. Thank God he's 20. All right. Anyway, moving on. I mean, I Sound really like a creepy cougar. See over me here. over here talking about Sophia Lilith, Lilith and Sadie Sink. They both have red hair. Clearly I have a problem. I mean, <laughs> clearly, clearly I have a problem. Sophia Lilith is gorgeous. She I don't has know what the it... prettiest eye. It's her eyes. That's her eyes are so blue. Yeah. And she's got freckles. Her Sadie face is covered. Sink. Sadie Sink is pretty, but mm-hmm. I don't. Something about. Is that her right now? That's her right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I am not okay. She's she's, she's hot. Like she's a I'm sorry. I didn't realize that's what she looked like right now. I didn't need that. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. You're welcome. I I what can I say except you're welcome. <laughs> Not me googling pictures of her right now. <laughs> oh my god, I, they're terrible human um, beings. Wait a minute, how old is she? She's twenty. Yeah, she's twenty. So she's twenty now. So you know what? I don't even feel that. Bad. Don't feel that bad. Yay! It's okay because our age gap is our age gap, so I don't feel terrible about that. You know, still a little gross for me, but not as bad as Noah snapping all of seventeen. <sighs> anyway, so my number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um oh, so my number two is actually ready or not um number ready or not almost got to number one but there's just something about my number one that just can't be touched um but ready or not of course we talked about it the casting is incredible uh the storyline is incredible it's one of those movies i can watch over and over and over again um the fucking mage just getting killed the way they were killed. Oh, I think that. Oh. That woman who's like, I just can't. Like, they're like, we need to stop giving you weapons. Like, every time they gave her a weapon, she she sent the gun. The gun went off. The crossbow went off. This bitch was crazy. She was on. Wasn't she on crack, though? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. She was like, <laughs> yes. Because she actually snorted coke while she was, you know. <laughs> Doing it. <laughs> yes, she was. Um, but I have to say, I think one of the best scenes was when that guy got her and he's listening to the law and he's like singing with it and she's waking up in the back and then they're trying to tell him they're like behind you. And then she gets him and then she, the whole fucking car just... It's so funny. Ready or not is a gem, and it's everything. I, I, it doesn't beat my number one, but it is definitely one of the best horror comedies that are out there. It's so good. I wonder if our number ones are the same. Um, probably my number one is Army of Darkness. Okay, no, yeah, I, I had to pick Army of Darkness. It's so good though. It is so good, it's and so it's, good. it's really kind of from like earliest memory it was one of the first horror comedies i ever saw because i saw and i probably have told this story before so i apologize if you guys have already heard this 
But I saw Army of Darkness before I saw Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2. So I didn't know until probably about high school that um, that it was a part of the Evil Dead series. I did not know that. Um, we actually, me and Casper talked about this before, how technically I don't consider Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 horror comedies. Um Evil, the, the first Evil Dead was, I think the second one started to get a little bit funnier. I think the um, second one was. The second one on the was a little bit side. funnier. I, I think it started to kind of blend the two once maybe Sam Raimi knew he was going to make this a trilogy. Um, because the, the by the time it got to Army of Darkness, it it was hilarious. Army Army of Do Darkness was Darkness. darkness. Army of well, darkness. And it, it took, it kind of cemented uh, Ash as this, like, kind of funny anti-hero. I, I feel like that Ash is the one that really carried over. I feel like that was the one that everybody was the most familiar with and then carried over into Ash versus Evil Dead, which was incredible and hilarious ash versus evil um, dead it's absolutely fucking brilliant i just because the first evil dead was in my opinion scary i thought the first yeah. evil dead there's like a whole there's a rape scene basically in that movie that she's getting raped by the fucking woods like the trees are raping her you know what you write there's like a whole scene like evil dead was not funny i don't think it, it was nothing funny about You're the right. first evil dead that's why the remake don't even be started about how incredible that fucking movie is. But that's why you I want to talk about the body more. Oh, holy that's, that's shit. Incredible. That movie's incredible. It is. Hands down, in fucking incredible, right there at the tip of the top of one of my all-time favorite best horror films, best special effects ever. Um, so I can see why that remake would be as scary based off the original one, because the original one was was I scary. can agree with you. The first one actually really didn't have a lot of comedy. It was scary and just I mean, it was it was Bruce Campbell's like first anything. So you did get to see I you know, I do kind of remember because I've seen Evil Dead a billion times, all three of them. And I, I you know, I always remember that scene of them driving up to the cabin and he's making you know, he's making those funny face he's such a physical he's so physical comedically not just his body especially mm -hmm. when he's younger but his facial features he's got very much a spin again when he was younger very much of that almost like jim carrey robin williams sort of like where their faces can morph into whatever funny character they're doing and there's this part in the beginning where he's making these funny faces and everybody's kind of laughing so i guess there's like glimpses of that but as the movie goes on the movie's terrifying I don't think the movies, and I think parts of it, maybe you might laugh uncomfortably because it's sort of shocking, but like the movie's really not funny. I didn't think the first one was funny. I thought the first one was really scary and disturbing. Um, but the second one blended the two. Um, I think more so, especially when it got to the special effects, especially at the end when everybody was like melting into this like claymation almost kind of aspect it turned on, it turned into, which was sort of strange and funny at the same time, but I think it was the setup to what Army of Darkness ultimately became, which was hysterical and really cemented Ash Williams as this horror comedy, dark comedic anti-hero character, because he really is an anti-hero. He's kind of like the, f 
first, I mean, like, Deadpool, but, like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't mean to make that comparison. But I, I think Deadpool is like, a perfect comparison yeah, for, for what it is. For what it is. 100%. To, to say an anti-hero, I think that would be a good comparison because they both are hysterically funny and find humor in anything and don't really want to be a hero, mm-hmm. but they they are they they wind up being the hero and they're kind of just like i guess i'll go save the day right and that really carried over i mean i think that cemented that character and army of darkness is what ultimately cemented ash williams in my opinion as a horror icon like he even though that's more of a horror comedy he became right up there he went he got right up there with everybody else and uh that's why I think that that movie in particular is what made his character become so beloved to this day. Um, I mean, I've, I've loved all the other things Bruce Campbell has done in his career. But if you, I mean, as a horror fan, mm-hmm. Ash Williams will. And again, just from my childhood, because that movie came out in 92. I probably saw it in like 94. I was probably like eight or nine when I saw it. I thought it was hysterical and it was and it was like I said one of the first ever horror comedies I ever saw so it stuck it has stuck with me over the years and the series was was incredible and then of course I got to meet him which is like one of the highest honors because the man is is amazing and so multi-talented in everything that he's done throughout his career so um yeah I had to pick Army of Darkness and again it's one of those uh at one time I owned two copies of it. It was one of those movies where I had it and forgot I had it and then ended up with two copies of it. And um, I watch it all the time. It's another one of those. It's one of my comforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, all those iconic lines too from that movie. Shop smart, shop as smart. This is my boomstick. I mean, it just that those lines mm-hmm. that became that was Ash Williams. That was it. And those, that movie still, those movies, all of them really still uh, stand. Oh, they all hold up. They all do. Oh, for like, sure. For sure they all do. All of them do. All three of them do. Definitely. Now, my number one is one of my ultimate comforts. I watch it pretty much once every few months, to be honest. Um, we have actually sang a song from it about 40 minutes ago. Um, and a it's really funny because now looking back at it, I'm like, I have chose movies that all have like all of the same cast. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Samara Weaving was in two of them. Adam Brody's in two of them. Um, fucking Jennifer's Body. Listen, <laughs> I I just it really I love Jennifer's Body so much. If I and, I think if I didn't have so many to choose from, that would have gone on the list because that's that's everyone knows my contempt for Megan Fox. But that aside. It doesn't matter. She had to play Jennifer for that movie to work. She was perfect as that role. And honestly, she was hot in that role. In that role. I'm not a Megan Fox fan. Jennifer is hot. Yes. Megan Fox is not. And if you don't understand what the fuck that means, then that's just on you. But for the ones that know, they know. Now, Needy is hot. And Amanda Seyfried is hot. So, just saying. Amanda Seyfried. Yes. <laughs> yes. We call um, her that with all the love and affection in the world, by the way. I fucking love, love Amanda Seyfried so much. 
Um, no, seriously, Jennifer's Body is such a phenomenal movie, and I love that it's finally, it's one of those hidden gems. That's I love that now we got to watch it. Classic. I like that we just got to watch it with Kai. At I the love, cabin! I love that was watching so movies that I love with people that have never seen them yes. before, and then watch them fall in love with it as much as I love it. That's like the it really is. Because when somebody loves a movie and then they start watching it and they're like, I don't like this. And you're like, through the <laughs> Luckily, that's only happened to me one time. But that's that's a heartbreak. That is a heartbreak. I'm serious. So I think it's one of those like, uh, you ever been dumped or you ever watch your favorite movie ever with somebody that you love and they go, I don't like this. That's that's heartbreak. That makes you like test the whole. That's a that's a test to the whole relationship at that point. That's how that's how you have to like. That's when I should have known. You gotta know. You gotta know. Like, is this a deal breaker? Because this might be a deal breaker. I think I need to put this on the list. Because there's about to be a list made. Because I'm already questioning things about this relationship as is, and now you just told me you hate my favorite movie. Mm. That's when I should have known. That was the red flag. I should have known about the past girl. <laughs> Really though. Especially when she said that he wasn't really? that abusive. Oh, she thought that he really? was being more abused. Okay. Oh, we just put you in a bear. Alright. And then my current Join good old Christian in the bear. All and right. then my current girlfriend cries at the end of the movie and says, I get it. And my she loves it. Loved. Let me tell you right now. Listen, and I'm talking about Midsummer. If y'all don't know, I, um, if I could not love my husband any more than I already do, when I watched that, started watching that movie with him, and I mean, from the very first moment Christian did something stupid, I looked at my husband. He's like, oh, he's rolling his eyes and just getting <laughs> mad and like fists clenched. I'm like, do you? I got a good one over here. I got a good one. This scene where. She's trying to talk to him about the whole Sweden thing, and yeah, he's yeah. getting, you know, yeah, stupid with her. Oh, oh! I literally My heard was. I literally heard Alex go, "Jesus Christ!" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." My husband was pissed. Yeah, he was. He was pissed. That's because he's he's one of the good ones. <laughs> I mean, literally by the end. He's like, I'm happy, but I could do without his dick, like swinging everywhere, like that. That was a little too much. I could have done with. Listen, we all could have. I could have done, done without. That. I could have done without that. We all could have really? done without that. Yeah, I didn't need that. You know that. You know a thing went around too that said he was raped. I was like, you know what? You know what though? Listen, let me tell you right now. In the context of the movie, without the deleted scene, in a sense, he was. But in a sense, told, I mean, but uh, but in a sense, yeah, because he was drugged. He was. He was. He was drugged. And I can't. You're right. You're but right. You're right. You're right. But. You're right. The deleted scene. Empathy back then. He wasn't raped. You told me that. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I never look at that scene the same way. Anymore. You know, I think there was a reason why Ari probably kept that out. I think he did that for a reason. Probably. Because you are absolutely right. I think by the point of that movie, there is so much contempt and hatred for Christian that I think that that moment made you, gave you a little bit of empathy for him. Yeah. And I think that's what Ari wanted. Yeah. Because you don't, 
in that movie, you you really didn't want to make a human a monster. Yeah. And if he, we would have known Christian, that that there, wasn't... there were human element, elements to who Christian was as a person. Mm -hmm. So we know he's not a monster. Mm -hmm. So I think that was Ari's way of, of kind of bringing it back. Like, hey, wait a minute. Okay, we have to, this is... Yeah, because if you would have left that in there... Yeah, because I, th listen, no love lost with Mr. Christian in that movie, mm -hmm. okay? None whatsoever, okay? Like, no. uh-uh. But yeah, so uh, Jennifer's Body is my number one. Uh, we could also talk about the one-liners in that as well. Um, oh, listen. You got that a tampon? Movie. Just thought you might be plugging. Where'd you get that dress for Home Depot? I what was it? Butch? Am a god. Okay, I kind of like that part. <laughs> we can play boyfriend girlfriend like we used to. That kiss, though. So. <laughs> Besides thumb fingers, <laughs> fucking lord. She she's got toe thumbs. She really does. Cool um, but no, seriously, Jennifer's body is an absolute gem, and I'm so glad it's getting a lot more. And she's engaged to Beetlejuice. I don't understand. Uh, Megan Fox. I thought he was... looks like Beetlejuice. Oh, I was like, I mean, I he looks she like was with he... Machine Gun Kelly, not Michael Keaton. I see what you're saying. Though. Yeah, I'm so Squirt sorry. Gun Smelly. Forever. See, I want to watch that movie that she's Thank in. Thank you, she's... Lilith. We love you. Thank you for yes, that. Thank you. That's what I call, that is not mine. Lilith Cash. <laughs> that all goes to that lovely woman right there. I will not take credit for that at all. As brilliant as that is. And he will only from now on be referred to as Squirt Gun Smelly or Colton. Their relationship is from so Shaker Heights. Basically the same fucking neighborhood that the stupid fucking what's the name brothers are from i don't even know those idiots from youtube i can't see oh the fucking pauls yeah they're fuck all them. from the same neighborhood fuck them. they're all from the same yeah they all look like they're from the same fucking neighborhood they are but yeah no um jennifer's body is definitely one of those movies i do not want that movie remade i don't want it a sequel i don't want it touched it's perfect the way it is, and I'm so glad so many people are starting to catch on to it now, and it's starting to become this actual giant cult following in the horror community. Um, it's very feminist. It's very women-driven, and I love that so much. And I, I just... It's one of my biggest comfort movies. I think that was the thing I definitely loved the most about, loved the most about it, too, was how... Uh, Really, the arc of Needy's character. Yeah. She really became a fucking badass. She was the, uh, you know, everything was geared so much towards, well, you know, sex sells. Of course. And if you look back at anything promotional with that movie, it was just Megan Fox half naked on everything. So, but at the end of the day, that really... It, it didn't, she, to me, she's not the main focal point of the movie. Do you know it's that's me. why it got really bad reviews? Yeah. Because it it the advertisements, you, you yeah. thought you were going to get naked. Because that's what got, because they don't give a fuck about what people, they just want to get the ticket sales in there because then that's what brings back in their revenue. So that's, 
giving you guys a little marketing one-on-one -on, -one on how the movie industry works. In case you didn't know, it's kind of how that happens. So, um, you know, they just want the ticket sales. So they didn't care how the fuck they advertised it. Because once you bought that ticket, they don't give a fuck that you don't like it. You've already paid to watch it. So they've already taken your money. <laughs> See how they that don't care. See how that works, guys? Anyway, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I could totally see that's why. I thought it was brilliant, though. They got all the guys in there. They made all the sales. Yeah. And the guys were mad. But all the girls were like, we See, love the exact movie. opposite happened with the women. Yeah. Because the women were like, I don't want to fucking watch this shit. And then they watched it and were like, I admittedly didn't want to watch it at first, too, to be honest. Well, it's because I, of the, how it was advertised. The advertising lost me because I've never really been a fan of Megan Fox. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to see a fucking like, I don't want to watch this. And then I finally did watch it. And I was like, okay, I love this movie. <laughs> it's amazing. I love this movie. I love this movie forever. This movie is amazing and incredible. And I love it. I really do. That's another one of those, like, find me something wrong. Anything. Like, I, there's, it's high school. It's, it's, it's just everything. I'm not even a backdoor virgin anymore, thanks to Ronan. <laughs> Oh my baby god. Chris Pratt. Wait, that baby Chris Pratt. That every was time I see Chris. it. Every time I'm like, oh my god, I always forget Chris Pratt is in this. Andy. Andy Dwyer. <laughs> and there uh, goes Parks and Rec again, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that one kid. Oh, I can't remember his fucking name, but he plays the emo guy. He's in other stuff too. <sighs> Oh my god, um, you know, I kind of have a crush on him, too, which is so weird, because now he's in these, like, really, he plays these, like, weird characters in these, like, weird, like, indie movies, and I'm like, why is he kind of hot, though? Like, <laughs> why is he <laughs> Well, if you watched him in Veronica Mars, you wouldn't think he was Kyle, hot. Kyle. Yep. Something. Mm -hmm. Cold, please. It's, it's I like, Kyle. Kyle Gallagher. Gallner. 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 That's a weird last name. I almost said, I wanted to say Gallagher, but I'm like, I know it's not. But I'm like, I mean, he kind of, in like a, I don't know. <laughs> in like a, I don't know. Okay, that's kind of hot. Is that him? That's him. <laughs> he looks like a fucking Viking. I mean... But yeah, so that's my number one, and then we both have a few. Oh yeah, mentions. he's been in literally everything: the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which was mm -hmm. no, um, the Haunting in Connecticut. Uh, he was in Scream Five. Remember, he yeah, got he was. the creepy guy in the parking lot. Yeah, was what's his name? I forgot about that. Got, yeah, yeah, he popped up in that. He does. He just kind of like randomly pop. Oh yeah, he wasn't Veronica Mars. When did he? He was the one who raped her. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why I hated him after I saw him in anything after Veronica Mars. Oh, no. That makes me so sad because I'm like, why? You gotta do that. He ended up getting killed, I think. Okay, well, good. But <laughs> what the fuck? Who the fuck was he in The Walking Dead? I don't know. Did people just guest star on that show? Just like, yo, let me just put this on the resume real quick. <laughs> I really feel like they do because is that how Jesse McCartney ended up on Fear of the Walking Dead? Because honest to God, what the fuck? Did you not know that? Jesse McCartney was on Fear the Walking Dead on the first season, I think. Yeah. No, maybe it was season two. It was it was definitely I don't want your <laughs> just anyone. You know, I really wish he would have sang to the zombies. 
I want your stanky face. <laughs> oh my god, if it is so he's like is he like going into acting, I guess? Well he's not on it anymore. Because Chernobyl died. Diaries was awful. I was wow, so that was a piece of shit. Pissed the and I listen, I was so fucking excited to see a movie that like because I sort of, I sort of low key believe there's like some white lady shirt. Oh yeah, for like, totally yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like that place is like nuclear for how long? Like thousands of years? Like, listen, the concept of like there being zombies and them doing a movie in Chernobyl, I was like, oh, this is. And then the movie came out, and then it was trash. And Jesse McCartney was in it. I'm... And I guess they had him as like an... I don't know why they kept saying unknown actors. I was like, everybody... F- I know who Jesse McCartney... I didn't know who anybody else was in that fucking I movie. really feel like but only millennials know. Okay. Well, I'm, an, <laughs> I'm an elder one, so I guess I would And I'm know a young one, so... Jesse McCartney... Yes, I know who he is. Yeah, it's true. Um, but so your honorable mentions, we both have a few honorable mentions we would like to mention. What are your honorable mentions? So I only have two. Um, I have Bad Milo, which I literally totally forgot. And most of you are like, what the fuck is Bad Milo? Guys, this movie is hilarious. And it's adorable. And it's literally, it will, it will just, it'll make you feel good. After watching it, I promise you. I promise you, it will make just just let's just listen to the synopsis real quick. <laughs> a stressed out man discovers that a tiny demon lives in his intestine, and that excessive anxiety causes the causes the creature to escape and slaughter the man's tormentors. I mean, come on, come on. And the little creature. Inside his intestine, he names Milo. And let me tell you right now, that is the cutest little fucking thing. It is it is the cutest little fucking thing. I, please, you guys are going, um, a demon poop monster is cute. Just just stay with me. Stay with me. But okay? I also kind of really want a demon, a demon poop monster because, you know. Listen, we both have IBS. And I secretly think that there are demon poop monsters living in our intestines that want to escape right. when we're highly anxious and slaughter our enemies. So You're right. Um, I told Casper I'm going to rewatch the movie and I will, uh, keep her updated on how we can make our own Milo's escape and, uh, fuck some people up. So we'll get back to you guys on that one as well. But, um, right now it's only streaming on HBO Max from what I've seen. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to revisit this movie. It's, it's. Really, I promise you, with the state of the world right now, if you guys just want something, maybe that's another reason why we did this too. Thank you again, Mendy, for this suggestion. Yes, thank you, Mendy. I think with the state of the world, for all of the fellow horror fans out there, we could use some comedy right now in our lives. Yes. And every single one of the ones we've mentioned are definitely must-haves with the state of the world right now. Yes. And... Bad Milo definitely needs to go on that list if none of you have I need heard to of watch it. it. And I, I promise need... you, I'm sure none of you have heard of it. Even Casper hadn't heard of it. I It fucked me up Googling horror comedies and that one popped up. Because I had my top five and I was like, I totally fucking forgot about this movie. So it had to go on the special mentions. But um, please see it if you can. It's It's got to be up there. It's it's going to be a feel good. It's, it's a feel good. That, yeah. 
My other one is, um, and I, I will fight for this one. Y'all okay? listen, she will. I will fight. And me and Casper already talked about it, and we're both pretty much in agreement with this. Scream 3 is a horror comedy, and I will fight you. I will fight you. I feel you. like it's the real version of Stab. I will fight you. Okay, listen. Between Parker Posey, Patrick, Patrick Warburton as her, as her uh, fucking bodyguard, Dewey's Limp, and Courtney Cox's Bangs Alone. That entire movie. All of that. Is hysterical. That movie is hysterical. I had to think back about like, oh my God, Scream 3 is really fucking funny. I, it really it was like, Scream 1, classic. Scream 2, amazing. Scream 3, hilarious. Scream 4, loved it. Scream 5, thank you. Like it, it. It like took all of them to get because even parts of Screen Five were really fucking funny. Yeah, like, were, they really were. My homegirl, uh, Randy's kid, the twins, the niece, the niece, the one, the uh, Randy's niece. Sorry, not kid, the sister, because they brought. Oh, I brought her. Um, the niece, yes, because she was cute too, and she was gay. In the movie. I was like, hey, it's cute. I was like, hey, little biracial lesbian, why don't you, why don't you get over here? She was very cute. And hysterical. Very much the comic relief in that movie. So yeah, Scream 5 was pretty fucking funny too. But hands down, Scream 3, hilarious. Hilarious. Oh my god, Carrie fucking Fisher. Should I tell you who you look like? Listen, that whole fucking scene. Bitch, get out of here. Get out of <laughs> here. I love that. Parker I... Posey, Courtney Cox, and goddamn Carrie Fisher. Stop it. I love that I always forget Stop that it. Carrie Fisher's in it. And then all of a sudden, I, there she is. And I'm like, oh my god. Carrie Fisher again. I, I, just, every I totally time. forgot. Every and time. that scene is amazing. It is. You look just like her. I'm the one that wouldn't sleep with George Lucas. I was like, what the fuck, bitch? What? Yes! Who slept? It was Mark. I bet you. Mark. Mark. It was Mark. It was Mark. Anyway, <laughs> Scream 3, please. I will fight you. If you haven't seen it in a good long while, Stream that, watch Scream 3, and look back and go, you know what? This movie is fucking funny. It's hysterical. You're right. It's hilarious. So I have three. Uh, my first honorable mention is The Funhouse Massacre, which we talked about with uh, Andy Palmer. Uh, shout out to Andy, who was the director of that film. It was filmed in... It's really, really, really good. It's funny, too. It's really fucking funny. Um... It was, a big part of it was filmed in Land of Illusion, which was really cool, because that's just, like, 30 minutes from here, and, um, honestly, the movie was just really feel-good and fun, and the effects were fantastic, uh, everything about that movie was just really great, and there was a lot of good one-liners in that film, too, and I, the, I wanted to say real quick, too, I'm really fucking, I loved that Jerry Burns was in it. Mm -hmm. Jerry Burns is one of those character actors that I just, a lot, I've, I feel like I've followed his career most of my entire life. Um, and here we go, you know, here we go, bringing it all the way back around Bruce Campbell. They were in Burn Notice together. Um, he just pops up randomly in so many things and he is so talented and I, you know, he played Mental Manny. I don't, I don't know how Andy, I wish that was something I could have asked him if I would have thought about it at the time. I don't know how Andy got him 
for that movie, but I love seeing him in it because the the man's had a steady acting career since the 70s. He's he's a really 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 talented character actor and he played that part perfectly. Yeah, he did. Everybody in that movie was amazing. The chick the Candace, the chick that plays Dollface, I got to give it up to her though. I really I love loved her. her a lot. A lot. She was in really uh, yeah, Camp Coldbrook. Yeah, she was. I loved her in that one. I, I love her in Camp Coldbrook. I really like her. She's she's a fantastic actress. Very talented actress. I feel like yeah. Andy will work with her a lot because I feel like he has a good. I love when when directors do that. When and I hope he does because she is really talented. And she she's, is. She's was great in both of those movies. Definitely. Yeah. Oh my god. Loved Funhouse Massacre. That was a really, really, really fun movie. It was. A fun movie. I mean, I'm not one for puns, but, you know. Oh, you know I am. (laughs) So my second one I have to give up is Freaky. Um, Freaky doesn't get the love. I I don't think Freaky gets the love it deserves. I actually need to buy that movie and watch it again. It's the movie with Vince Vaughn and uh, Catherine Newton, and they switch bodies. It's literally a horror version of Freaky Friday. And watching Catherine Newton play this old serial killer man and watching Vince Vaughn play a teenage girl is probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And especially when him, her as him is trying to convince her friends that it's her inside this massive man. And they're trying to get him to switch back and watching Catherine Newton play this terrifying serial killer man. And she's this itty bitty tiny girl. Like it's, it's so funny. And it doesn't get talked about very much, and it probably got shitty reviews, but I loved it. And I thought the concept was absolutely fantastic. And I was like, it's literally a horror version of Freaky Friday. And it was really good. And I need to watch it again, honestly, because it's been a hot minute. I need to buy the damn thing. My husband hates Vince Vaughn. Um... So you still should watch it. Yeah, I am. It's gonna have to be one of those that I, if I get the time, I'm just gonna have to put it on when I'm home by myself because I wonder is that on anything right now? Because he will, he absolutely will not watch it. <laughs> not Freaky Friday. Nope. <laughs> it just immediately was like Freaky Friday. It is on HBO Max. Nice. And then my last, but very much not least, horror comedy that I had to give an honorable mention to was Beetlejuice, because oh, Beetlejuice me. is so good. And I mean, okay, that's one of mine too. Everybody loves Beetlejuice. Impromptu, I just impromptu honorable mention. Just impromptu honorable mention. I did it the other day. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. What in the fuck are <laughs> my husband watching? I was. <laughs> I don't even know what we were watching. All of a sudden, I'm in the kitchen, and I'm like, I am alone. (laughs) I am utterly alone. By the time you read this, I will be gone. (laughs) Having jumped, having plummeted (laughs) off the Winter River Bridge. I saw some ghosts. And yes, I know the whole fucking thing. I, I do. It. I love it. I fucking love that movie. I love that movie so much. 
And it's, My it's God. Also, fun fact, in case anybody didn't know, and I just found this out because I bought, um, it was when I, I, I found and bought uh, the OG Batman, like the original, like the Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton Batman. Um, they Tim Burton filmed both of those movies in the same year. Huh. Him and Michael Keaton filmed almost back to back. Film the those. more you know. The movie is amazing. It's just everything. I really do. No. Like, what am I saying, Ortho? You can't even change a tire. <laughs> Beetlejuice is one of those. Oh, such a, it's such oh a feel good. God. Jesus, you want to talk about one-liners? I'm ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I know all of them. By myself, I'm strange and unusual. <laughs> Um, Delia, you are a flake. <laughs> Damn, that's nice, Delia. And if you insist on not being a flake, if, or if you insist on frightening people, do it with your sculptures. <laughs> that's nice, Delia. Oh my god, I fucking love. <laughs> Same. I can't believe. And honestly, give an honorable mention to Adam's family values too. Oh my God! Listen, <laughs> first of I'll all, play the victim. It's a thing. First of all, it's a Thanksgiving movie, and it's like the only Thanksgiving movie we get. I will die on that hill. That movie is a Thanksgiving movie. It is. It is. It is. Eat me! Hey, it's Thanksgiving Day. Eat me! <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. <laughs> Now I want to go home and watch that. We won't be ever very long, so we just won't finish this song. Is this made from fresh lemon, from real lemons? Is your Girl Scout cookies made from real Girl Scouts? That was the first one. That was the first one. That was the first one. It's just Wednesday's one-liners. I That's just... okay. Oh my God, they're the best. <laughs> yeah, but we love... get we get Debbie. We got Debbie in the sequel. What was it? Debbie Zelensky. I'm a the Barbie. I got Ma Malibu. Malibu Barbie. What did I get? <laughs> I'm a ballerina, graceful, delicate. Like <laughs> a Oh my god. Oh my god, that movie is everything. Joan Cusack in Adam's Family <gasps> Values is Delia from Beetlejuice. I mean, changed like, my mind. Those like, characters. Are I like... just. God. Anyway, it's just <laughs> I have to watch Beetle. I'm watching Beetlejuice tomorrow. I don't care. I'm watching Beetlejuice and Adam's Family Values tomorrow. And Ad Hocus Pocus. And Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and I've seen both of them a billion times. But they're so funny. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're funny. It doesn't matter. And hopefully, if I have the money, oh, I will finally get to meet Christina Ricci. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because she's going to be at Cincinnati uh, <laughs> Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> so pray, pray, prayers, hopefully. Because <laughs> that would be the only money I'd be spending on anybody. I'm like, I don't care. I need McKenna Grace. Mm. But I, but, but, believe me, I, dropped, <laughs> I mean, do you know how much money I dropped like, on Christina Ricci? Like if I, like if I had to pick between one or the other, I'm, I'm, I'm. There thinking, is I'm a very small part of me. Because I, I feel like her shouldn't. and Winona Ryder are like I just I just need to meet I both would of fucking them. Die I would cry. I would just I, cry. I would die. 
I would cry and I would die. I would cry and then I would die. But I do. I have a feeling I would just look at her face and then just start sobbing. And I'd be like, oh, God damn it. I'm so sorry. I, there's a, I'm if, so sorry. If her autograph isn't $150,000, <laughs> I <laughs> low-key no, want to, not for her, for Christina. I low-key right, want Christina. you to get me a picture of her as Lizzie Borden signed. But I'm like, I, her, I spent $210 on her. Yeah. And that was the autograph, the picture at the table, and the, the picture. It's the, Christina fucking Ricci. I was like, $210, I, mean, I, like, I didn't even see it anymore. Okay, bye. Yeah, I mean, like... And I made her laugh. We grew up with her. I grew up with her. I grew up with her. Yeah. We grew up... And, and, so I, that's made, like, and I made her laugh. And I grew up with Winona Ryder. So that's why I'm like... I'm telling... I would just... I would look at her, and I would immediately think Edward Scissorhands. And then just start sobbing. I would just start sobbing. I would look at her face and just sob. He didn't have actual scissors Listen, for stop. hands. Listen, stop. Stop. <laughs> The prophecy. I knew you were gonna fucking say that. I knew you were gonna... So this weekend, Alex was like, "So I almost stepped on a bee today." <laughs> she didn't even like catch it at the moment, and I was like, "Oh no, you almost stepped on a bee." She's like, "I fucking hate you." Oh, when we were down, when we were down at my dad's. <laughs> It sounded like you sang that. A couple days ago when I went to go take it some dinner. And uh, <laughs> he, has he, had some, he has flowers in front of his house. And uh, there was a, right when we were leaving, there was a little bee pollinating. And I was like, oh, there's a bee. And I mean, without skipping a fucking bee, even as sick as he was, my dad was like, my dog stepped on a bee. And I... <laughs> Your dad being sick was just like, my dog's such a bee. I'm fucking done. I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't. I am done. I can't. I can't. Also, special mention, my dad has seen Mean Girls, and that just makes me really happy. Since we were talking about you Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> I told you, because he does the ESPN thing like with ESPN. me. No, listen. Like, I so love that you saw. I saw Amanda Seyfried first in that movie, so seeing her Same. in anything else really fucked I think me that's, up. I think we are all kind of have that general consensus. <laughs> if that was the first movie you ever saw her in, you're like, huh? It's like, yeah, that was a character. Seeing her in a real role, in a, like, a serious, normal role. That was a character, like, people. She's not that dumb. She really isn't. She's actually rather intelligent. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, those were good. This was fun. Yeah, it was. It's been a while since we've done. Oh my god! Like that, especially talking about something fun. Like I said, the world's on fire. We need some laughter right now. This world is on fire. Actually, really, all that's on true fire right now is. Um. Well, I was gonna say it's only America, but there is a war going on right now in Ukraine. There's always a war going on. (laughs) You right? There's always one going on. And you know what's really funny? And I'm just going to say this and we're going to drop it at this, okay? But it's really funny that there's always war going on and women aren't in power. But women are the ones that are going to start wars. Eat my ass. Just saying. Just saying. Just throwing it out. So anyway, guys. So next week, <laughs> we are going to talk. We are going to go see the Black Phone. And we're going to talk about the Black Phone next I'm week. dying to see this. I have seen nothing but fantastic reviews well for this movie. and it's gonna 
I'm trying to set that here, here again, this is where I need to separate the actor from the character because I have never talk, talk about crushes. I have loved Ethan Hawke for many a long time and his (laughs) ex-wife. And then they create this beautiful child. Anyway, literally the child. Oh my God. (laughs) So it's going to, this is going to be very difficult for me personally to see Ethan Hawke play a role like this because I've never seen him play anything like this. And then it's kind of funny considering he was in training day with Denzel Washington. It's kind of the same thing. Nobody had ever seen Denzel Washington play a character like that before. He was a villain. Yeah. And you're like, what? A villain? So this is. I'm I'm ready to see this because I love this because Ethan Hawke is such a fucking incredible actor that I feel like is very underrated yeah. and doesn't get the props that he deserves as being such an incredible actor. And he's he's done horror before Sinister, which yeah. is incredible. Wait, the cop from Sinister? But what? Um, but he's never to see him play a villain and like a this is weird, too. He's a child murderer. Yeah, it's gonna be. This is be, like Freddy Krueger weird. Like, it's gonna be. I think that's what's gonna weird me out because he's he's not attractive at all. They took all of that completely out, I, which I'm glad. I mean, they. I think they really, from what I saw in the trailers, they really tried their best to make him look as scary and as awful as possible. So that you only see that character, you don't see Ethan Hawke. So Which I I'm, appreciate. Thank you. Please, thank you so much. Thank you <laughs> from the bottom of my soul. Thank you I do for doing him. that. I love him so much. So I'm I'm very excited about seeing this. I'm excited about it too because, like I said, I've seen all the the horror community on Twitter is ranting and raving about it, and I'm very excited because. And hey, how long have all of us been bitching about original? Let's get some original. Horror movies going. Let's get some. Let's get some. Let's get some original stuff happening here in the horror community. All yes. right. Not any more remakes or reboots or re whatevers. Even that fucking choose or die movie on Netflix was really fucking great. That was really. That good. was actually a really good original concept. Oh my god! I'm, I was like, wait a minute. I was thinking of something totally different, and then I was like, oh, oh. Oh my god. That movie, listen. And the ending? But I was fucked up. That was fantastic. If you guys haven't seen that yet? If you have Netflix, go watch Choose or Die. It's really good. It is so good. I was so pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. I was like, I hate it though, because I I as I got through it, I was like, oh man, my husband would really love this. He's he's a rough one with horror movies yeah but it's games he's a rough one yeah but that's then why he'd love it i got to the end of it and i was like oh we're watching this together did you we're, watch we're it wa- we are now he wanted me to wait a while like i wanted to immediately watch it again and he's like let's wait a while because you just watched it <laughs> and i don't want to be like oh and he's like i haven't seen it yet because um, oh. i have the tendency to do that sometimes oh. i get way too excited and he's like you're ruining it. Ruining it. <laughs> um, so now it's been, it's been at least like yeah, it's been. three or four weeks now. So four weeks since <laughs> we watched the movie. Um, so yeah, now I'm excited because I want to watch it with him. Because I know not to mention love I love the fact that cigarettes after sex isn't it. Oh my god, and like my favorite song, "Nothing's Gonna Hurt You, Baby," isn't it twice? And I was like, oh my god, this music. Oh my god, this concept. Oh my god, great concept, great acting. Great it's so characters. Good. It's just so great good. Everything is really good. It was such a pleasant surprise. 
it had a little bit of a rain feel to it at the beginning and then it went on its own crash course and i yeah. loved that i and that loved ending it was incredible it really was all right guys well that concludes this episode hope you enjoyed it hope you had some good laughs and some good fun because you know we all need that right now and of course you know we have our socials we're on facebook instagram and twitter all at dfwto podcast handle is dfwto8811 if you have any questions, concerns, want to say hey, or even suggestions for an episode, please email us at dfwto8493 yeah, at gmail.com. And you can follow us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. Make sure you follow us, subscribe, leave a review. You will always know when we put out a new episode, which is usually every Wednesday. Yes, it is. I think that's everything. Unless there's a... <clears throat> unforeseen circumstances or a glitch in the matrix <laughs> usually that but yeah, yeah. I mean, we got it all right my dudes have a great week be safe out there and remember don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original, original. bye why can't i stop this